Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a crazy story from the overtake. I'm Robin Vinter. I'm Abigail Fenton. I'm Rick Worth. Rick Worth. That's a different. That's name. a new. Yeah, that's a new. Yeah. 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 They're expecting. I'm. I'm fucking. I'm fucking Ethan. <laughs> sure. Ethan showed me. Yeah, yeah. we actually we got yeah. rid of Ethan because listeners kept complaining that he was swearing too much. Yeah. So, we so we actually fired sacked him, him from the yeah. company. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's actually he's got no income now. No. He might be homeless. I think he. I think I saw him the other day like, in, the, in the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. His parents are rich, so. He's fine. <laughs> I'm here to make this fucking podcast more respectable. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so if you listen to the podcast, you will recognise Rick's voice from that. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you... You've met me in the street. You live in South Leeds. Yes, so do you want to tell us a bit about yourself, just for the, no. for the benefit? Oh, okay. no. Let's move on, Rick. No. Describe um, yourself in three words, Rick. Oh, I hate when I know, it's the worst. Down to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Beth, true. Like, excuse yeah. me. <laughs> That's not true. I'm happily married, but <laughs> down to fuck, but only with that one woman <laughs> for life. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah. So this is his crazy story, a podcast where we tell crazy true stories. Um, that does it. what it says on the tin. Yes. Exactly. So we're on episode. What are we on about episode nine or something now? Like, oh, really? Episode seven. Oh. Wow. Maybe it is. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah. We recorded quite a few before we actually. Well, we've talked about this multiple times before. We recorded quite a few before we actually. We had many a pilot episodes. <laughs> so yeah. allowed people to hear them. So uh, we should do some. Oh, so we should do some co- corrections. I have two corrections. Okay. Uh, one of them is, it says in last. I wrote in last week's episode. I don't know whether it was last week's episode. I think it was. The um, the. The one that hasn't aired yet. To us, yeah. But to these guys... Yeah, it will have it done will have by done. then. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just checking. Yeah, but to us... It's a correction yes. from the future. Yeah. Mm. So it, in an episode, I meant to say... This is this doesn't really mean anything now, but I meant to say that I got some most of the stuff from Vanity Fair magazine. I think it might have been the furniture fraudster. Oh. I think that's, I think that's where that came from. Or it was the watcher. 
So it's one or the other I got from Vanity Fair. The Watcher was a while ago. Yeah, maybe. I can't remember if I wrote this note ages ago. Fair enough. Anyway, and also at one point we, we were talking about the American listener because I looked at the stats and thought that we had an American listener. Oh, we don't. No, the, corre- the correction is we actually have 80 American listeners. Oh. Yeah, not one. <laughs> that was so, not the correction I was expecting. I didn't <laughs> think we had 80 listeners. Yeah. yeah so, uh, yeah. And actually, it's, I think it's gone up. The, I wrote this and then I've since checked the stats and I think it's even more American listeners than America's in need of distractions at the moment, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. So yeah. Britain's, to be honest. Yeah. Also, they'll just listen to anything, won't they'll they? They'll listen to any old shite. Yeah. They'll find us attractive because of our lovely, exotic <laughs> British accent. Yeah, they love that. Um, um, yeah. Honestly, yeah. surprised that they can understand what we're saying. They don't. They don't understand northern people. No, I don't even understand what you just said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I listened to my favorite murder, and they were talking about um, what they thought tea meant. You know, mm. tea, which is just like what you having for tea. No, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and they were like, "Oh, I think it's this stop in the afternoon and have a cup of tea." Like our equivalent of a siesta at two p.m. Yeah. every day, we just have two hours for tea. Yeah, the French woman once yeah. told me that that's what the French think of us. That it, at four o'clock, though, not. I two, mean, that's not preposterous, snack. is it? No. no. That's. Um, and actually, yeah, I would I, like in the it. olden days, they did used to have a tea break in the afternoon. Yeah, so, it's like yeah. fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. fifteen minutes. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Um, shall we? Shall we tell some stories? Yes. Yeah. Right. I'm tr- right. Do you, well, it's up to you. Do you want to go first, Rick, as as the guest, or do you want me to go first so that I shall we... show you how to do it? Oh, <laughs> shall we give the titles of our respective stories Ooh. and have Abigail vote? Oh, that's a, a that's oh, a new system. I tend to I'm already ask these like, Ethan's is it slack. sad? Because if yours is sad, you should go first. Yeah, we don't do the oh. sad one last because we don't want to bum people out. I the mean, people who listen to the it full is episode. sad, but it kind of ends on a joke. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, it's not sad, no, but what's, there's lots of what's tragedy What's the tone involved. of yours? Mine is lighthearted. I think Rick should go first. Yeah. Just throw him oh, in at the deep right. end. Yeah. The pressure. No, Tell me no your wrong way of anyways. Oh. Mine is um, Stefan Mandel, the guy who won the lottery 14 times. Okay. Oh, that is a good story. Yeah. Mine's the curse of Superman. Ooh. Yeah, you should yeah, go first. Good. Yeah. Okay, so it's it, it's kind of a story, um, but it's well, a I curse. Hope so. Yeah, it's a curse. <laughs> so it spans several people's lives. Okay. Um, so for those of you that aren't aware, the curse of Superman is the idea or the rumor that people associated with creating Superman in films either end up in financial ruin and are dead. Whoa. Yeah. So the origin. Well, these aren't the origins, but just for some background, the kids who created Superman. Um, I always get this wrong word. Jerry Siegel and Joe Shuster. Yeah. Um, second generation Jewish immigrants in 1920s New York. Um, they sold the rights to Superman, who's probably more famous than Jesus, yep. Yep. for $130, um, which is nothing. No, not all. even back then. Yeah, even back then <laughs> it was a joke. Yeah. It basically was to shut up to 19-year-olds because um, they were like really young. Mm-hmm. Um, but they both already had tragic lives before they invented Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerry. I mean, you don't invent Superman unless you need him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, yeah. that's so cute. That's very oh, poetic. Yeah. Jerry saw his father die in front of him after having a heart attack oh. during a robbery. Shit. Um, yeah, that's sad. Um, and then Joe, <clears throat> pardon me, Joe, the guy who drew him in like 
based in based Lois Lane on a girl who he had a crush on in school. Oh yeah. Slowly went blind over the years oh. and had to resort to drawing pornography. And then when he was totally blind, became a delivery man. And one day delivered a package to DC Comics office and was thrown out because they were like, oh, he's come to create trouble again. Shit. Um, yeah, so that's the, the that's the, the guys who created him didn't have amazing lives. But um, it's mostly tied to the movies. So a man called Kirk Allen was the first man to portray Superman in film. That's a Superman-y name as well, isn't it? Kirk Allen, yeah. yeah. And it's got a Y in it in the Allen bit. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I know, Fancy. exotic. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so he was Superman in a bunch of serial films uh, and then he was considered so famous as Superman he couldn't get any other work um, oh, and was shoot. not a very successful actor. He has a nice twist in his tale, though, because Superman films have a tradition of hiring previous Superman actors to be in new Superman films. Yeah, just not true. a Superman. <laughs> yeah, just not a yeah, Superman. Yeah, so yeah, he was like Superman in the 1940s yeah. and then played Lois's, Lois Lane's dad in the 1970s Superman Aww. movie. Yeah, if he'd played Superman, he would have been like 90 or something. Yeah, so he had a bit of effect of it. Um, the second or third man to play him was a guy called George Reeves with an S. Okay. Um, not like Christopher Reeve. Yeah, that's what I yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, you're starting like, to see oh. the connections. Yeah. So George Reeves is the guy. George Reeves is the man who popularized this myth. Um, so little side facts about George Reeves Superman. Um, he was in a couple of films, and then he was in a TV series, and his Superman costume was brown, not blue and red, yeah. so that it could be picked up on black and white films. Insane. Um, once during a live performance, a child pulled a loaded gun on him. Um, yeah, I know it's quite funny, isn't it? Like it's kids, like um, because he wanted to test to see if Superman was immune to bullets. Mm. Reeves, being a pro, stayed in character and was like, "Yes, I am immune to bullets, but if you shoot me, the bullets will bounce off me and hit somebody in the crowd. So don't do it, son." And took that the because gr- yeah. I'd be like, "Ah!" Yeah. <laughs> Why so, are we that thinking, thinking Mike? Yeah. Panicking. yeah. But <laughs> sexy, sexy George Reeves mm. um, was also having an affair with the wife of Eddie Mannix who was like a big Hollywood enforcer and producer. And three days before he was supposed to be married, George Reeves was found dead with his Luger not three feet away from him. A Luger's a gun. I was going to say. Asterix, that's a gun. It's like, how what happened to you, gentlemen? His friend Luger was there. They chopped off his Luger. It's about three feet away. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, so, uh, popular idea is that he committed suicide, but there is a, a conspiracy and a pretty plausible one that Eddie Mannix had him killed. Mm. Um, that's the end of George Reeves. Yeah, um, could have been Eddie Mannix killing him. Right, so we get to skip ahead a couple of years. So I think that was 1950s. We get to skip to Superman, the movie, the big one. Um, so obviously, most famously, Christopher Reeves was Christopher Reeve, no S, yes. was Superman, and everyone knows that he played Superman. Um, David Prowse, the man who was Darth Vader, taught him how to be a bodybuilder. Oh, that's very interesting. That. I mean, he was he was the body of Darth Vader. Yeah, he, he wasn't. He wasn't, he wasn't James Earl Jones. <laughs> no, yeah, he doesn't. Like, I don't know much about Star Wars, but... He didn't like, <laughs> black up and walk around with him. Yeah. If he does, we shouldn't like him as much as we know. do. Uh, but yeah, they got rid of him because he was Bristolian and he sounded stupid. Oh. Sorry, Bristolians. Anyway, yeah. 
Um, everyone knows that that's what happened to Christopher Reeve and he fell off a horse um, in competition and was paralysed from the next down. Very, mm-hmm. very sad. Um, but tons of other people were really badly affected by being in the Superman film or very close oh. to being badly affected if you believe in coices. Um, I do. The baby mm-hmm. who... Actually, I don't think I do. Uh, maybe I do. Uh, sorry. You I will have to yeah. I've got like 12 more people who are going to oh, get killed by okay. Superman. <laughs> Um, the baby who played baby Kal-El from Krypton, who's just like in a blanket. Who is the Superman baby? He's the Superman baby. The super, ba- <laughs> super baby. She's like, who is Kal-El from Krypton? Yeah. For, for anyone who's watched any film. <laughs> and the Superman character, you say he can fly. <laughs> the, the Superman? <laughs> um, super baby was yep. played by uh, a baby <laughs> called Lee Quigley. Okay. Um, and very sadly, he died of solvent abuse age 14. Oh, so even the super baby died. Oh. Um, Marlon Brando was in it as Jor-El, Superman, Superman's father. Yeah, you've got to tell me these things because yeah. I don't know. Uh, he had a really shitty life in general. I mean, he had a pretty good life, but he had a shit personal life. Okay. His son shot and killed his daughter's boyfriend. Ooh. And then later on, his daughter committed suicide. Oh, yeah. No. yeah, it's good we're getting all this, yeah. this these murders out the way yeah. and these bad killings. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's Marlon Brando's sad yeah. life. Um, Margot Kidder, who yeah. played Lois Lane, she uh, had chronic, she was like chronic bipolar, uh, so she had a quite difficult life. And she, I think while she was filming Superman, um, crashed into a tree uh, and nearly died. Her car. Her car, yeah. She yeah. was just running at high speed. <laughs> oh, that would have been some fucking run. <laughs> yeah. She could have been in like a shopping cart. You don't know. Yeah, you, She you wrapped herself around a tree. Um, but someone asked her. So the, the the myth of the Superman curse, or the truth of the Superman curse, mm. if you ask, was already kind of in full, oh. in full swing at this point. And someone said to her, hey, was that the curse of Superman? Michael Kidder was a quite positive person. Well, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the nature of being bipolar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what she said is no one talks about how lucky she was to have survived that crash. Yes. Um, which you might see as proof that it's wrong. Yeah. However, uh, Richard Donner, the man who directed the two Christopher Reeve Superman films, um, t- technically I'm not going into that, it's a whole other thing. <laughs> he recently in Empire Magazine about two months ago um, said felt guilty about what happened to Christopher Reeve and Margot Kidder because he was like the Superman curse is definitely real and I definitely jeopardise those people's lives. Um, mm. it, which interestingly enough, Richard Donner or Dick Donner as his friends call him. Oh. <laughs> that was not a joke. What's wrong with that? What's funny about be- people called Richard being called Dick? <laughs> this is- I um, would if I was called Richard, I'd call myself Dick. Mm. I did know yeah. a guy called Richard Heard and. Oh, if man. your last name was Head, you would call your do. son Richard, wouldn't you? Like yeah. I would. Yeah. I mean, like I don't would get bullied, but worth it. It wasn't. Yeah. 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 All right, pornography. Another name, Dick Wordhammer. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. not true, but one day yeah. it could but be. But you could, yeah. In um, Richard Donner, um, he knows a thing or two about curses because he directed The Omen, which was oh. also said to be slightly cursed. cursed. Mm-hmm. Like all um, good horror films. Are, yeah, yeah, every good horror film just has to be cursed. Mm-hmm. Um, in a funny it's kind of funny um, the guy who was the animal wrang- wrangler on his version of the omen mm. um, three weeks after it was released was eaten by lions shit <laughs> yeah oh, why are you I smiling mean, so 
because who the fuck gets eaten by lions? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's wow. sad for his family. Yeah. Like, Count Olaf pushed him in that pit with those lions, but um, still, Death oh by Lions gosh. is a way to go. I mean, yeah, if you're going to pick, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. And the remake of The Omen, um, Pete Pothelswit. Uh, great. No, he didn't, <laughs> but his brother died during the filming, oh. during a card game, and in his hand, he had three sixes. Ooh, that's creepy. I know, that's yeah. creepy. But that's Richard Donner. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. The Christopher Reeve films are cursed as well. Richard Pryor's in the third one, which isn't a very good film mm. at all. Um, basically, it's just a vehicle for Richard Pryor being funny. Okay. Um, but he was, like, chronically addicted to drugs and set fire to himself using brandy and, like, ran Shit. down the street in LA, had to be put out, later diagnosed with multiple sclerosis and died of a heart attack. When I was putting this list together, I didn't realise just quite how tragic it was. Yeah, um, it's just like one after you just reading off these horrible things yeah, from yeah. people. Yeah. It ends uh, with a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, skip forward to Smallville. Oh yeah. Oh, we're yeah. going into Smallville now. Smallville existed. Smallville. I saw it in your yeah. eyes. But Smallville was like kind of in the news recently because you guys, Alice and Mac, who yes. plays Lana Lang. I can't. Yes. I don't. I can't remember. I didn't watch Smallville. I um, my brother watched it, so it was often on in the background while I was yeah. just around. She's a blonde woman, anyway. Yeah. Uh, but she joined a multi-level marketing scheme um, called N N X I V M. Called oh, and it's I've pronounced Nextvium. Oh, is um, actually? <laughs> uh, yeah, I had to look about Nextvium. Was a multi-level marketing scheme that became a weird sex cult. As um, they all do, yeah, eventually. Yeah. yeah. I was I was gonna say something litigious then, so, but I'm not say going it to and, I was like, we'll... I'm looking at you, new skin. Oh yeah. Um, they won't a sex cult. No, a sex cult. No. No. Um but yeah, Alice and Matt became like a major part of that. And they were branding people, uh, and she's recently Wait, bra- like with a hot with her initials, yeah. Oh. Um and she got arrested for I think sexual assault and human trafficking. Um that Superman would definitely be against that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah I don't want to that... say what the true Superman would do, but he's definitely against sex. Yeah. Uh, human I, I think and really, sexual assault. Yeah. I think at the sex cult stage, he'd be like, guys, I'm Hang out. Hang on, this is not all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is not um, true justice in the American no. way. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So yeah. Alison Mack seems is not the last one. The last real tragic one is Zack Snyder, okay. who made. Man of Steel. Okay. And then is that a... just as a, as a recent Superman <laughs> film. Oh my god! Thank you. <laughs> and then it's um, for the listeners, you know. I know all oh, this yeah, stuff. Oh yeah, of course, but yeah. of course. Uh, and he made uh, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Heard of that? Yeah. And the ju- the Justice Leagues. Mm-hmm. You're probably aware of those guys. <laughs> but he had to leave post production of Justice League because his daughter Autumn Snyder, who was like a um, she did like loads for charity committed suicide oh, um, which kind of like ties to the Brando thing yeah. as well so now our current Superman Henry Cavill who in any other series of films would have been a fine Superman like he he, he looks like the guy he looks like a Superman guy. he seems yeah. pretty charming yeah. maybe a bit too British faced oh is he British oh yeah yeah um, <laughs> but otherwise good right yeah someone asked him about it in an interview and he said oh all of those things can be chalked up to bad luck which seems mm. more or less true. But I want to slightly go to the right or to the left here and talk about Ben Affleck. Okay. Because Batfleck, um, 
as he is known. Yeah. Is that the first time <laughs> you've heard Batfleck? <laughs> Batfleck, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, he is the Batman to yeah. Cavill's Superman, and they were in the sequel. Far the second. too old, by the way, to be playing that part. Not anyway. to be playing an old Batman. Oh, an older mm-hmm. Batman. Oh, is that fine? Okay. Uh, why am I saying this to a guy who actually knows this stuff? I'm like, yeah, he's too yeah, old to be Batman. Batman. No, um, okay. So, yeah, he's in like the second Superman film as, yeah. as the Batman. Okay. Um, and Henry Cavill says, it's all bad luck, but. Ben Affleck has made a series of bad choices. It's not bad yes. luck. Um, he got that awful, awful tattoo on his back, which is just preposterous. Oh my God, what is that? You know, it's like a full it. back tattoo of a dragon. Oof. Yeah, Ooh. it's it's an obscene thing for a 50-year-old man to yeah. get on his back. Um, he split up with Jennifer Garner, which, you know... That's idiot. just a bad Fucking choice. Idiot. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, I know he's, he's, he's an alcoholic as well, so that probably yeah. added to it. But <laughs> yeah, try I'm try and work that shit out. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he chose to look very miserable in that interview, and hence became uh, that, the fucking gif representing personal misery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's a bad choice. Now, yeah. people might be like, "But Rick, you damn fool! He plays Batman. The Batman isn't the Superman." Well. Mm-hmm. Many people, well, actually loads of people know this because you can easily find it on IMDb. Ben Affleck was in a biopic film called Hollywoodland, which was about the Superman actor George Reeves. And he played George Reeves and has thus been one of the few men to wear wear both Superman's costume and Batman's costume. And that's, that's where the curse ends. With Ben Affleck. Yeah, he cured the curse. <laughs> the and He just escaped with just a dragon on his back. Yeah. And that was it. I mean... He's like, oh, it's not even classy. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. I wasn't joking. And he's Horrendous. a big lad as well. Like, that's a lot of ink. <laughs> you could have printed a full run of comics with the ink that's in his back. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't... I don't we'll put it on Instagram. It, we actually will. Yeah, we will, yeah. Mm. I don't, like, hate it. It's just... I don't know. It's just very. It's a lot, isn't it? It's yeah. a very middle-aged. Yes, I think the dra- I think the fact that it's a dragon is is hilarious. Yeah. Somehow, I don't know. But... He's not. He's he just doesn't embody a dragon, does he? No, like no, no, he's not. He he's not got the but spirit of a dragon. It's not like an unusual. Like it's not an unusual design. I don't. You know, you know like, what? I don't even know if it's a dragon. I think it might be a phoenix. Which it looks. Yeah, it looks see. like a phoenix. It looks, phoenix. But, it looks a bit birdish. Yeah, it's the colours of a phoenix. But even then, it's like it. It doesn't look, you know, it doesn't look like a guy with all that money, you know, like... Would buy that. Would buy that. Yeah, yeah. like, it looks like a guy that, like, I know. <laughs> Do you know uh, what I mean? Like, Do you know a guy with a full female <laughs> tattoo on his back? No, but... I quite like yeah. Ben Affleck. Oh, I don't mind Ben Affleck, mm. but I'm not allowed to watch films with him in because my wife thinks he's smug. <laughs> he is smug. <laughs> he is he is smug. smug. Yeah, he's right. Smug. But I was What's like, one good film with him in though, and I'll see if I. Goodwill Hunting is pretty good, yeah. Oh, yeah. and he co-wrote cool it good. as well. He got yeah. like an Oscar when he was like it. about seven years old, or yeah, something like. Something <laughs> yeah, like that. it was probably more like twenty-one, but yeah. still, you know. He's in a good film called Argo. Ah, oh, is that that one where they're in? Iran. Uh, yeah, it's the Iranian embassy. Embassy. Yeah. And they have to. They're pretending to make a film. But the only thing I don't like about that is, although it is a true story, they tell it from a really Americanized point of view. Yeah. And the British helped loads with that and did a lot of the stuff. And they're just like, in one bit of the film, they're like, "Yeah, the British won't help," and it's like, "That's not how it happened." Yeah, well. Maybe I'll tell the story yeah. on on the podcast Maybe one time. Yeah. It, the interesting thing about the Argo story is that the guy who created like half the Marvel Universe with Stan Lee, they hired him to uh, create imaginary storyboards for the film to make it real, to make it seem like realistic, like you'd actually hire a man to do it. So like the CIA 
paid and bought for a series of comics that were never released. Whoa. Yeah. That's insane. That's like a little bit of trivia. That's, yeah, that's a real good yeah. bit of trivia. He's not in the film, though. Or if he is, he's in like one scene. Ah. And that guy is Jack Kirby. For listeners, I'll know who he is. He's very famous. Yeah. Um, really hated but Nazis. Just... Oh, did he? Yeah, he, oh, he loved good. punching them. Ah, oh, what yeah, a was... decent fella. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He would have punched anyone in that debate. Should have punched a Nazi? Yeah. He'd have punched you yeah. already. Yeah. yeah. He would have punched you just for even questioning, questioning it. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, great. Oh, that was a good story. Are you at the end of it? Yeah, that's yeah. it. No, I mean, yeah. I just want to like cut you off. We can hypothesise about, about what might happen to Henry Cavill, but from the rest of the entries, which at the time I didn't think were as grim as they yeah, were. Yeah, when you I was... started saying about how many people like killed yeah, themselves. Yeah, like he's going to like... We were like... Mm. I think <laughs> if, you, yeah. if you were to hypothesise and you were right, you would feel very bad. Or I've got the power to kill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh. exactly. If, yeah, you control the curse. If you had to die, how would you go? Um, I have thought about it a lot before. Um, something where I saved people. So like... Uh, active shooter situation where I'm like everyone get behind me <laughs> everyone under the under the cars or the you desk just, or whatever it is I feel and I'm like, glory. like you want to go out and then me and gloriously. this guy are like wrestling the, and I'm the like, phoenix tattoo Batman she <laughs> <laughs> really has thought about this before as well and, and then maybe like I get stabbed or like shot oh it's an active shooter I get shot mm-hmm. but I'm still alive enough to take down the guy and then the police come and I'm like, boys, I've got him. And then they come and then they're like, arrest him and then they take him away. But what they didn't realise was I was dying that whole time. <laughs> and then I'm dead. And I was like, oh, fuck, Robin saved us all. I think much more likely is it's an active shooter situation. You're shot first. And yeah. as you're dying, you think, I've saved them all. <laughs> as the shooter goes on to kill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would literally get shot because I wouldn't notice that there was an active shooter. I want Everyone like, would be like, under the tables. And I'd be like, oh, what? <laughs> I want like an Acme cartoon style death. So, Ooh, um, an anvil falling on your head. Anvil falling yeah. on my head. Boulder falling on my head. Um, dynamite explosion. Oh. Um, running off the end of a cliff and then only realising about five yeah, and seconds then, like, later. and then looking down and looking out and then realising yeah. and then dropping yeah. I mean apart from the last one those all sound quite grim but they'd also be quick oh yeah yeah. yeah so that's no, nice no it's s- funny but obviously you wouldn't suffer too much yeah I don't yeah. think there's any slow cartoon deaths I mean no. there might be like quicksand I mean if you go off a cliff you've got like the entire fall yeah Yeah. and I think if I die of something terrible like slow like waste away of like mm. cancer or something oh, yeah. I think on my deathbed I want someone to give me a little wooden sign like a wily coyote, oh, and yeah. then just as I slip away, hold it up, and then the rigor mortis will hold it there. Oh, that'd be perfect. And say, like, remember me as a hero, or yeah, you can't ha- get your hands off my shit. Yeah, <laughs> something like that'll that. be good. Just you guys really have thought about this too much. We're yeah. older than you. Yeah, once you hit thirty, 30 you think about honestly, death all the time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you've not yeah. got many years left, Robin. Really, I, I what of my life? Or, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, I'm thirty next month in less than a month. Yeah, yeah. So that's it. That's it for you. It's all downhill from here, especially in this line of work. <laughs> in this line of work. Yeah. Um, the one death I definitely don't want to have is murdered. I really would be annoyed yeah, if I got murdered. Yeah, fair enough. I don't mind if it's in the active shooter situation where I save a lot of people, but I don't want to be like. Murdered in your sleep. Yeah, like a, st- a weird stalker just yeah. like tracks me down and keeps, keeps me underground. <laughs> and then. 
murders me. I, I mean, I haven't thought that much about it, but, but I'd be very annoyed if I got murdered. <laughs> you, could you imagine knowing someone who was murdered? I mean, I mean it's quite yeah. easy to imagine, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But like, if you knew someone was like, know, oh yeah, I know. like... I know people wouldn't you just talk about it every single day like do you remember when John was murdered <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah I, rem- sure. I was there yeah. it was me <laughs> I, I know I'm friends of friends like one one of my friends his partner's brother was murdered um why why are we going on this I don't know yeah. well, this is a crazy but, story yeah, uh, okay. yeah. back and to the story crazy. tell the story Robin that's sad uh, what my story yeah not the murder story Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So mine is the story of uh, Stefan Mandel, the guy who has won the lottery 14 times. Now, I don't know whether it's Stefan or Man... Well, I think it's just Mandel. How is it spelled? Stefan is S-T-E-F-A-N. So it's either Stefan, you know, with a bit of a... Yeah. <laughs> noise, or... Stefan. Steph- <laughs> yeah, Stefan. I think it might be Stefan. I think it would oh, be Stefan. Can we pronounce it Stefan? Stefan, yeah. Like like when Americans like, are Tum. like badminton. Pronounce it like... Say, say it like ton. That's yeah. the Pronounce way. it. Badminton. Like, oh, like Martin. How's your second name spelled? Stephen. <laughs> Stephen. <laughs> like Stephen. Craig and Martin. <laughs> oh, Craig is the worst Craig, one. That's what? not a He's name. AI, that's not easy. Craig. Can you imagine if you were like called Craig and then you moved to the US and everyone was just calling you Craig? <laughs> Wouldn't it's stand like for a it. rocky face, isn't it? Like yeah, a, a crag. crag. <laughs> yeah. Craggy uh, Craig. I remember when I went to Jamaica, um, I, like one of the, one of my friends who I was with is called Joe, um, and they were and all the Jamaicans were like, "What's your name?" And he was like, "And he's from Bradford." And he was like, "Joe," and they were like what and he was like jaw and they were like jar jaw and then in the end they were like oh joe like that because yeah that was i don't know what people because people from different places say, say things, things different, different. <laughs> what yeah um so 
Yeah. So what was all Stefan up to? Stefan, Stefan Mandel is a Romanian economist um, back in uh, communist Romania. So many years ago. What? It sounded like a review of Romania, not like <laughs> yeah. back when it was well, it, annexed by the Soviets. Is like, that what, like... Before, he was yeah. a Romanian communist back in communist he Romania. No, yeah, he was an like... economist in yeah. co- communist oh, okay. Romania. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like some kind of weird song, doesn't it? You just said a lot of <laughs> words that sounded the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was okay. confusing. Oh, it was hard to tell if you were doing satire. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, yeah. So basically, even though he's an economist, he's not earning a ton of money because he lives in communist Romania. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he says like basically he was living in poverty I don't know whether that how true that was but that's what he says so fine um, yeah so like pretty much ev- everyone who lives in poverty um, he dreamed about winning the lottery but obviously winning the lottery is kind of unlikely um, I actually looked up things that were more likely than winning the lottery uh, so get, getting hit by a meteor is more likely which I think is enough but you wouldn't Getting hit by no. a meteor. Bollocks. Well, you think that's not true? Have you ever read a news story where someone was hit by a meteor? Mm. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a good point. I was really trying to like, think of... I mean... Also, you can I win, think... like... You can win the lottery, like... In a, yeah, you, you can... can win a small... I've... Well, the lottery. A jackpot. For, like, yeah, the past okay. five weeks, I, swear, I bought a lottery ticket about three weeks ago, and yeah. every single week I've won um, either a lucky dip or 280. I should have been hit oh. by, like, five meteors in this time. Right. Okay, let me read. I mean, it's probably statistically <laughs> true, but um, is this what Stefan's saying? I don't know. The problem is, I can't. Really, I'm, I'm a bit worried that I can't really stand up these stats because I just like got them off a website, and I didn't really think. I thought you guys would just be like, "Whoa!" and then I'd move on. I've no. made a list. I thought, uh, I'll move on. To the next he didn't think like, Rick what? was going to call bullshit. I yeah, yeah. I, I think it's. I, I, I so believe it's true, but I just uh, I, no. Also, I give us the next can one. Be small. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe like people are just getting like hit by little bits of meteor like all the time. They don't. It's just yeah, oh, yeah. that rock How on the back of the head. Yeah. yeah. How are people verifying the meteor hit? Because if someone oh a pebble at me must have been a meteor. I mean, <laughs> there is such a thing as a micro meteorite that like comes down in rain all the time, oh, but- and they're like. I mean, that's not what it means because yeah, they're everywhere. I mean, people mean like an um, extinction event. They, you want yeah. at least someone knocked down. Yeah. Does a, a guy yeah. winning the lottery and then just like immediately getting hit by a meteor or something sounds like an episode of Lost? I just want to put that out there. That yeah. sounds like some, just, know, some yeah. Lost bullshit. But then he wakes up inside a polar bear or something. Yeah. yeah. Basically. Uh, I never watched Lost, really. That's yeah, basically yeah. it. Then and then, yeah. I was like, oh, I can't. I, tr- I tried season two and I was like, I, I can't do this. Why would you try season two? Well, why would you go into like one of the most complex shows that I can even think of? And think, I'll just start in season two. No, I started on season one. I started oh, on okay. season one, and I got yeah. halfway through season, season two. And you I was gave like, up in season this two. Isn't, yeah, none of these characters are likable. Yeah. I'm done. Uh, they are all dickheads. Yeah, I'll I give can't you watch that. anything. I, all, Is that like, why they're all in purgatory at the end? the show's like 15 years old it's poorly written dog shit <laughs> that's also it's not not a thing it's uh, just a, a thing that p- stupid people think no oh, well that's not what happened but what what, what does that eventually happen? they all die and then they're they're reunited in the afterlife basically but stupid people think they were like in the afterlife the entire time they were dead the whole time and it's um, like that's that's really your bad for having like no no comprehension skills. I, think it's the I would actually blame bad the writers. Yeah, yeah. bullshitting the whole <laughs> time. Well, I actually think it was like very explicit. Like it, I, okay. when I first saw it, not not like a there misconception. Wasn't a of a doubt. Yeah, um, no. I heard that um, 
when they got to season three, they thought they thought they knew how to end it, or they they drafted in a comic writer called Brian K. Vaughan, who's very very good at writing and very very good at writing endings to series. He wrote he writes a series called Why the Last Man about the last man on earth. Oh. and mm. a thing called Ex Machina about the mayor of New York being a superhero. Like yes. They're both very good series mm-hmm. um, and they drafted him in to write it and he wrote them an ending and then because the, the ratings picked up again um, they asked him to extend the ending he said no. no. <laughs> like, I've really worked I mean, hard to make your bullshit make sense. Yeah. Potentially true. I actually think that whoever wrote Lost is like pretty good at his job i know that like two two writers on his staff were the guys that went on to to write once upon a time and they're terrible so can't say much for his for his his writing yeah. team mm. but i think he was pretty good but apparently he had like the entire like seven or something seasons of lost like plotted before he started the show so I that's potentially that's true, true because i read something where the where some of the writers were saying they were just making it up as they were going along mm-hmm. and they didn't yeah, know but i think if you it. plot stuff if you plot the entire show before you've even done a season that is going to happen because it just doesn't work like that maybe they did, mm. like you had like a graph like one of those graphs that's like put them on an island polar bear question mark equals money <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that's pretty anyway good. back right. to the point yeah. Yeah. poster fans are gonna look into this I know. <laughs> We've done 10 minutes of talking without even okay. explaining the story. So, yeah, uh, other things that are more likely, apparently, according to this random website, um, the winning lottery, killed in a plane crash, getting hit by lightning, dying from flesh-eating bacteria, giving birth to quadruplets, being an astronaut, winning an Oscar, or dating a supermodel, all more likely than winning the lottery. I had a friend who dated a supermodel and dumped her. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. Um, Why? She, she, um, he just said she was boring. Yeah. yeah. Um, she, she was like a finalist or the winner of the Canadian Next Top Model. Ah. Um, like in yeah, I went to university with him, and he was a Canadian. He was like, "Oh, she's boring," and got rid of her. Ah, wow, <laughs> yeah. that's good. Hmm. Um, yeah, I would say some people's chances of dating a supermodel are higher than others. Yeah, it's not universally um, yeah. equal, is it? <laughs> no. Um, same with being an astronaut and me for example <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah so basically um, this whole story is the exact <laughs> should have done it into the mic we've got enough of those <laughs> um, this whole story is the exact reason why you might want to study applied maths which I Definitely didn't know not. Really, what that current. was? No, until yeah. this. But anyway, so he worked out a formula that would guarantee him a win, or basically accurately pick five out of the six numbers, so enough of a win, um, which is insane on the Romanian lottery. Um, it still meant that he needed to buy thousands of tickets to win, but um, he picked some of the more likely formulas, and with loads of friends and family, bought a ton of lottery tickets. So it wasn't guaranteed. But actually, as it happens, he did get lucky and he won the jackpot. And after his expenses, he had enough money, which is what he wanted, to leave Romania with his family and go somewhere else. So that's pretty cool, isn't it? Like, mm. uh, So, I mean, I think here, mm. what is not said is this award-winning formula mm. worked for him. Yeah. But 14 times. If everybody did that formula, what you would find out is that 
not as many people would win if the formula well, applied to everyone. Unless you're about to blow my mind. I'm about to blow your mind, Rick. He was um, also a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he woke up and it was all a dream. Um, no. Um, yeah. So, like, this, basically what he'd done is, like, increase his odds to, like, a, a big degree. Mm. Um, and, yeah. And, like, happened. So, he was a bit lucky and he happened to win. Uh, so he spent four years roaming Europe with his family and then moved to Australia. And then while he was in Australia, he worked out another quirk of the system. So in some lotteries, the number of winning combinations is significantly lower than the jackpot. So, for example, I did an example. Um, if the lottery needs six picks of numbers between one and 40, it would yield 3,838,000 380 possible number combinations if it had a 10 million dollar jackpot you could buy a ticket for every number combination for a dollar and still be a guaranteed a win and um, a profit after taxes mm. so yeah um, and i was like wait that doesn't make financial sense for for a government to run a lottery that can be exploited it, well just like doesn't bring in as much money but presumably, it it's like out. its house edge is based on number of players, not the weight of one player. Exactly, and I I failed to remember rollovers. So if no one wins, the jackpot uh, rolls over. So actually, often the jackpot might be three million, but then it rolls over for quite a few weeks and goes up to, you know, twenty one million or mm. whatever. So yeah, I, I feel like this man's a con artist. I feel like you're gonna say, um, and he worked part time as a drug baron. <laughs> it is interesting you should say that, but um, oh. you're getting ahead of yourself, Rick. Shit. So, um, yeah. Superman killed him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, he needed... Um, so, he, the problem was that he needed money and he needed a way of buying millions of tickets for him mm. to, like, run the system. Um, and the system was buying a ticket for every number in the lottery. Um, and it took... It, so, it took him years of living in Australia to get enough investors together to have the money to try it because um, he was obviously like preaching his system to people and they were like uh, alright then and then like a, a load of people got together and were like yeah we'll give you a grand or mm-hmm. you know 10 grand or whatever and he had enough money to buy all the tickets um, yeah so uh, he built a whole like system with computers to do the number crunching Um Last time he was doing it by hand, like the first time he won like the mm. Romanian lottery, he did it all by hand. But the problem with that is he was worried that like if he made one mistake, it could ruin the whole thing. Yeah. Because you don't have to accidentally write, you know, 33 instead of 34 on the winning ticket. Yeah. And you've fucked your whole... You, you fuck your system. System, yeah, exactly. So um, his plan was to wait until a jackpot got big enough, so with the rollover situation. Um, and then basically press go on this computer on these computers that he got together Mm. um and the way it worked was so back in the day you could print out your lottery tickets and take them to like a lot a place that does a lottery and get it verified like i don't know what it is like stamped or Mm -hmm. something anyway what yeah what year is this by the way like this is so this would have been the well it would have been the 80s basically like 70s and 80s um and actually during the 80s he won 12 lotteries in australia and in the uk as well Mm. by doing the system with the computers um but he started hitting this other problem 
after paying uh, taxes and the investors, he actually wasn't making a huge amount of money. Like he was bringing in a few thousand or, you know, maybe a few dozen thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah. So he wasn't making a huge amount of money and the authorities were onto him. So what he was doing wasn't actually illegal, mm-hmm. uh, but it wasn't really in the spirit of the lottery to like buy every ticket in the whole lottery. I, I, yeah, it's like an unfair yeah. law, is it? Like counting cards isn't against the law no. if you're playing blackjack. Yeah. It's just kind of frowned upon. Yeah. But Vegas casinos will just beat you up. Yeah. And different from a government. Like a government can't be like, you've, you've been in too many accidents. Stop putting too much pressure on the NHS. If you're... Yeah. He's, he, yeah. I don't... Hmm, Australian government and our government. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <coughs> yeah. So, too yeah. Too much of your money is going towards charitable causes, you <laughs> bastard. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, yeah, he wasn't doing... He wasn't technically doing anything wrong, well, but they were just like... But you're in like the lottery. I feel like you're about to reveal that he secretly was. Well, well... Um, yeah, so they changed the rule. Yes, I, <laughs> wait, yes, I wait, am. <laughs> yeah, wait for that bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they basically changed the rules so you couldn't bulk buy tickets anymore and you couldn't print them off the computer in the in the same system that you used to be able to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like how now you've got to go to a special thing and they've got like a lottery machine and they print yeah, you yeah. out a ticket. Yeah, so that's the system now, obviously, as a result of him fucking with the system. Um, but... So after he after he tried his best in Australia and the UK and they they changed all the rules, he realised that in the US they have like massive state lotteries. Um, so he set his sights there. So he did this whole operation from Australia, uh, but he got people to keep an eye on um, all the lotteries in the US. Like he set out some scouts to like mm-hmm. in the US to like keep an eye on the lotteries um, um, of different states and, and to kind of wait till it got to one of them got to like a you know like a big enough amount yeah um so one of them was the virginia state lottery which was which he liked as a as an idea because it was still quite new so they still had the like print at home and the bulk buy things that you could mm-hmm. do um plus the numbers only went up to 44 so there weren't as many combinations to buy as ones where they go up to like 55 or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. um so back back in melbourne where he lives he raises the money he hires a team of 16 full-time employees, um, sets up loads of printers and stuff to print 7 million tickets in like this warehouse in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, he then has to ship them to the US, which costs uh, $60,000. Um, and this whole process takes more than three months to do this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I question why he didn't just do that in the US in the first place, all the printing. Like, why print them in Melbourne? Well, yeah, wouldn't it be cheaper to move yourself to the United States? You would think, yeah. Also, or even to, even to ru- you know, to run it from Melbourne but ha- and have someone manage it in the US and have all the printing Yeah, in the US. hire somebody to do it there. Yeah. Like, save that amount of money. Also, why are the governments getting involved? Because they still take the cut of the lottery. It's not yeah. like the lottery is money that the government's risking against. Yeah, no. I, I think like it I just even... pisses... People, I think it's just pissing Or maybe you're stopping other people playing it. Because they're like, yeah, because yeah, they're like, oh, this guy, that would be you, a good... you're always going to have to split it with this guy who buys all the tickets, yeah. no matter what number you choose. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, so he ships all the tickets over. And, and because of this weird system, you could have all your tickets and you didn't have to, you could have them ready for when you wanted to play. So you didn't have to know in advance when you were going to play the lottery. You just printed your ticket 
and then we've got to verify yeah on that on the for the date yeah um so uh yeah so like after he's after he shipped all the tickets over it's just a waiting game basically like he's staying on virginia and he's waiting for it to get to the right amount and on the 12th of february 1992 which was uh, my third birthday oh uh, yeah uh, the lottery reached 27 million dollars so he's like now um so yeah it was time to like press go on the situation mm-hmm. um so what had to happen was that all the tickets needed to be validated. So he hired someone in he'd hired someone in the US to orchestrate the whole thing and he'd lined up deals with loads of retailers. Um so they would like validate all the tickets. Um the draws were on Wednesdays and Saturdays and the Wednesday draw had just happened and that's how it got to 27 million. Um so he had three days to like get all tickets validated mm-hmm. to like pull off this this whole thing. Um, so the guy he hired assembled a team of thirty five couriers who were also all accountants, um, and they were going out doing ten thousand tickets at a time with ten thousand dollars of cashier's checks. I don't really know what that is, but yeah, I think that's I guess it's like. If you're like you're just working at like a Seven Eleven in mm. the United States in 1993, yeah, you're probably listening to I don't know even what was out, you know, yeah. Breakfast at yeah. Tiffany's is on the yeah. radio. <laughs> you're you're talking about this hot new show, Friends, and how you think it's not going to last. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then some guy, just some nerd, some nerdlinger, some, real yeah, like, guy in real, glasses with like a real pencil a pocket, neck, pocket <laughs> yeah, pro- yeah, pocket protector, pocket protector, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh no, oh, excuse me, sir. Um, <laughs> and he comes in and says, can I have ten thousand lottery tickets? Yeah. Wouldn't you be like, no, no, no mate, you can't. Like, if, like if I went to the bar and say, can I have fifteen pints? The bartender is like, already no, annoyed. come no. back, come back again. Yeah, like, order them when you want them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, yeah, I mean, I've literally written, everyone thought they were nuts. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we think we're nuts now. And yeah. Um, he's the richest is, man on the planet today. Well, yeah. yeah. That, that little boy turned out to be Elon Musk. So, yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the twist. No, no, that guy's a prick. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, basically, um, when they, it was, it basically got to the 11th hour, they were, like, processing all these tickets. And then one of the companies um like the retailers was like um i'm not gonna we're not gonna do anymore like uh, we're done yeah. like we're not gonna process the rest of them oh, no. so they were like stressing because they'd actually only managed to get 78 percent of the tickets done That's which means enough. no it went 100 the only way because yeah they, it was like a foolproof plan with 100 percent of tickets but you're only really relying on luck when you got 78 percent so obviously they were like rude. just like the rest of us <laughs> yeah <laughs> you got as much chance as anyone <laughs> um so yeah so they're already kind of um uh yeah so actually part of part of the reason they were worrying was because other people had tried doing things where they bought loads of tickets and left some of it to chance mm-hmm. so there's like one guy one pensioner had done it with 30 grand's worth of tickets Another guy had done it with 70 grand's worth and they both not won anything significant. So they spent just, all that money on the lottery. Just as a quick sidebar, mm. right. If I had 30 grand or 70 grand, which mm. in 1993 was more money than it is today, 
And even if I had that amount of money today, Spur, I don't think I'd be like, I know. I spent 30 grand on a lottery ticket. That's a wise idea. You could even just like invest a tiny amount of that and you'd have so much more money. It's not even like in like some kind of boring tracker or something. Yeah. yeah. Buy like a house or fucking magic cards or something that's going to go up in value. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I guess people can convince themselves quite easily that they're going to win the lottery though, can't they? And especially if you do buy 70 grand's worth of tickets, you think you're You'd think you were (laughs) entitled to it then, wouldn't you? Yeah, (laughs) but that is how unlikely it is to win the lottery. Like Even with 70 grand's worth of tickets, you can literally walk away with nothing. I feel like I've guessed the ending to this story when I don't want to say it is. Because if my ending's better... I will ruin reality. Okay. No, your ending won't be better. So, what is No, don't. Just tell <laughs> us at the end if yours was. Because I don't want him to Mine guess was, right. Yeah, because. That's either, even worse either than it, it won't better. be good enough or it'll be too good. Yeah. All right, get to Yeah, tell we'll us. do it at the no, end. At the end. Now. Was <laughs> Stefan hit by a meteorite? <laughs> no, he wasn't. Oh, he was, he was that one known yeah. guy. He, no, no, like, he wasn't hit by one. He was it by seventy thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, no, oh. it's a better ending than that, I think. Fuck. Uh, although I've I've really oversold it now. <laughs> well, maybe I haven't. Maybe it's fine. Anyway, so on top of the on top of that, that they only had seventy eight percent of the tickets, they were already like a bit like there's a bit of a risk because if there were multiple winners, it would dilute the pot too much. Mm-hmm. So if there was one of he like calculated a little bit for like if there was another winner they would still because you know like if you win the lottery but also someone else wins you split the money we are yeah. familiar with that concept yeah, I yes just to check. <laughs> um so he like he he was fine if um he had to split with another person he would still make a profit that's but, nice of him yeah <laughs> but um at a certain at a certain point you're obviously you know if, if it's four or five people mm-hmm. he's not going to make a profit even mm-hmm. though he bought 100 percent of the tickets um so, but he didn't in the end anyway, but 78% of the tickets. So, uh, yeah, so the jackpot was drawn and Alex, who was the manager, the ticket buying manager guy, um, and his team were like frantically rifling through the tickets, like desperately trying to find, see if they'd won. Eventually, someone found the ticket and they realized they'd won the lottery. Um, so, which was good because they weren't, it wasn't certain. Uh, the jack so the jackpot was to be paid in twenty annual installments. Um, so I don't I don't know why they do that. I would want I would want a big old. You can do it. I think you can ask for it to be one of two ways. Okay. You can ask for a lump sum. That's or, or mm. installments. And yeah. if you're an economist, you might be like, "Oh, installments are better because inflation's going." You know. Yeah. Installments yeah. are better because you I can't immediately piss it all away. I mean, yeah. I don't, wouldn't you want to immediately piss it all away though? Yeah, yeah but, but then I you would, would regret it when you'd pissed it all away. Mm. Win twenty million, I like, yeah. twenty million lottery yeah. tickets, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just at a co-op. <laughs> it's just printing now. Like, yeah, like Can you get another till roll, Barbara? Year old guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you were good. Um, yeah. So yeah. So they. So it was to be paid out in twenty annual annual installments. Um, but the drama was not over. Uh, the lottery people, even though everything had been bought above board. Um, thought he was a cheat like considered mm-hmm. considered him to be a cheat he sounds based like on a cheater. the system yeah. yeah um so he went through this like him and the investors went through this like protracted legal battle um over four years he was investigated by pretty much every government agency like national and international like the cia the fbi like the australian ones that no one knows what they are 
It's just, a, it's just a balaki goes, oh, <laughs> yeah. come on, mate. Knock <laughs> <laughs> it off. It's kangaroo. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be um, racist. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, in the end, he was found not to have done anything wrong. Mm-hmm. So that could be a happy ending for Stefan. Except. And his investors. Uh, except uh, he, it turned out he cheated the investors so yeah so he promised over the year they'd enter up to nine lotteries and mm. he didn't um he took this massive consultant's fee and kind of like ran away basically um and then he ended up running loads of different investment scams and then did a prison sentence a 20-month prison sentence in, in israel um and now he lives on an australian island the end yeah so not the ending you were thinking not as good Mm, not as good oh it was like i think this uh, kind of was i mean interpol investigated and found out that stefan was two eight-year-olds on each other's shoulders in a coat (laughs) and therefore not eligible eligible. by not being 18 or whatever the legal requirement is i guess 16 if he's two eight-year-olds he's 16 isn't he oh well i mean technicality he's, though, a, he's a mathematician Come yeah, on. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the but, ultimate if a judge like i rule in favor of the two eight-year-old boys <laughs> um yeah so i mean well good on him i guess turns but i feel like he was cheating i still feel like yeah he was up to something when he yeah and like his a lot of his investors were like ordinary people as well like mm. you know like a housewife and I hate that word housewife but you know mm. what I mean um, a home, homemaker homemaker um, is somehow yeah. more pretentious it's worse yeah. isn't it yeah well, uh, uh, a home mistress for Ooh, house mistress house mistress <laughs> that sounds like my cat <laughs> 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 um, there's a lot of it's yeah. like a weird one isn't it because I mean there's like an interesting thing where you're more likely oh sorry you're as likely to win playing one two three four five six yeah as you are any other combination of numbers. Yeah. But of course, if you do play one, two, three, four, five, six, you actually get less of a payout. Yeah, you got to split with all the other dudes. Yeah, because all the other smart asses <laughs> yeah. who do yeah. that get a share of it as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like Lucky Dipping's just as good as any other technique, yeah. isn't it? Like staying on to the same numbers doesn't make I difference. think it's best to, I mean, people will talk about this all the time, but it is best to do Lucky Dip because if you play always play the same numbers, you have to play every single one. You can Because if your then, numbers, yeah. yeah, if your numbers come up and you didn't play... You'd, you'd be good you'd kill yourself whereas you're like oh like i've got Superman. no attachment to these numbers exactly yeah. i feel that like for the cost of a lottery ticket like two pounds or two pounds fifty the joy of imagination yes, it can bring you hope, is sometimes worth yeah worth yeah it. it's worth it yeah like i, I, go through, I consider it spending two pounds to get the hope of so yeah like i yeah. go through like phases of liking it and not liking it mm. or, or like playing it and not playing it but yeah. then the weeks where i'm having a bad week and i'm like i've got two pounds fifty i'm gonna buy you your millions yeah and then the walk home thinking this is what could I do pounds. with it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. like if I can invest it, it in more tickets. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can kill more like every ticket in Europe. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So I should do a shout out because I got most of that info from the hustle, by uh, which is a oh from the hustle, which is a publication, and mm. the article is by Zachary Crockett. Uh, but also the original story I heard on Planet Money, which is an NPR podcast, which I love. It's my favorite podcast. In fact, it is about economics, but you 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 don't ha- it doesn't require any enjoyment of economics to mm-hmm. enjoy economics is one of those subjects that it can be interesting yeah and planet um, money would like years ago was like where i wanted to work like it was my absolute dream job because it's just so good uh, but i, I think it, I, I don't think i'll make the cut 
like economics and game, uh, the the biggest row I've ever been in a bar, the biggest bar row mm. ever in my life has been about game theory, which is closely mm. tied to economics. Yeah. Um, about the Monty Hall problem. Do we want to go into it? We I, can. I can explain it very, very briefly. Yeah. So the mo- oh the two the goats the, yeah yeah wait yeah. yeah. I do know this. I didn't know. I I forgot that it was called that. But it's like behind. Yeah. So there's three. You're door. on a game show. Yeah. Behind two doors, there's a goat, and behind one door, there's a car or a big bag of money, money. whatever it is. I always think a bag of money. Um, what's very important? So I'd rather this, a goat than a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's very very important is that Monty Hall, the host of the show, knows what's behind each door. That's a vital bit of information that people sometimes miss out. Yes. So your odds of picking the money. Just guessing is what? It's one in three. One in three. Straight away, yeah. yeah. So after you've picked your choice, Monty Hall eliminates one of the doors that he knows to be a goat. Yes. And asks you if you would like to swap. Um, And you should always, always shop because your odds drop from one third to one half. Yes. It's really counterintuitive. Um, It feels like, oh, you've got as much chance as any. But uh, yeah, yeah. it's it's not based on your original choice anymore. And at the time... The rows I've been involved were no one told me that Monty Hall knows about the goat, so we included mm. the possibility that he could eliminate the car. Oh no, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's exactly. Ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah. And why would he eliminate the car from the? Pool? I know. And to yeah. this day, I'm still angry about that conversation because yeah. the morning after, someone was like, "Oh, you know, he knows the car's there, right?" And I was like, "That would have solved three hours of argument yeah. in a pub and everybody yeah. leaving." He knows where it is. Yeah. yeah, he eliminates a goat. That's a whole. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, you show a switch because of maths, applied mathematics apply yeah <laughs> should we do corrections yes okay Uh-oh, spaghetti <laughs> um everything that both of you said was entirely wrong no yeah. it's fine <laughs> standard um there's no such thing as the lottery or superman, or superman. <laughs> yeah well, so there is what is reality <laughs> well i mean yes okay <laughs> Um, just one correction for Rick. Alison Mack played Chloe Sullivan on Smallville. Don't remember who you said she played, but it was someone else. I said Lana Lang. Chloe Sullivan isn't even a person. I mean, she might yeah. be, but I don't know. Fair enough. I didn't she is Clark's best friend and Lois Lane's cousin. So oh. she is a person. And I think she was the, the only cast member apart from What's-His-Face that would, was in like the entire duration of the yeah. show. Clark's mm-hmm. best friend is Lana Lang. <laughs> yes. Um... Robin. Mm. So, <laughs> apparently, an environmental science, sciences professor called Stephen A. Nelson did calculate that the odds of getting hit by a meteorite—oh, I didn't say that right—a meteorite were about one in two hundred and fifty thousand. By comparison, the chances of winning the Powerball lottery are like one in more than one hundred and ninety-five million or something. Yes, but. Oh, um, <laughs> did a bit of digging. Twisting the tail. Um, the meteor figure is your lifetime odds of being killed, and the lottery figure is your odds of winning each time you play. So they're not really comparable. Them no. different units. You have to, yeah, if you play the lottery every week, obviously your odds of winning the lottery increase yeah like (laughs) 4,750 people have won the lottery whereas as we know only one person has been killed by a meteor oh yeah we know that who was it don't know meteor couldn't kill superman 
Not even if it was uh, made of kryptonite. <laughs> it's probably well, true. I mean, that if might it was made, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the closest Australia has to the FBI is the Australian Federal Police, AFP. They also have the ASIO, Australian Security Intelligence Organization, which is comparable with MI5 and the FBI. Ooh, like it. Those yeah. are the Except only ones. Hats on with dangling cocks. Yeah. <laughs> right, it's just... just a suit, like an FBI agent, yeah. and then the hat. hat yeah. It's a black yeah. hat with dangling Yeah, and like, rather yeah. than put their wrists to their hands when they want to be like, oh, the Prime Minister's on the move, they grab one of those cocks. And they just, instead of wearing like normal black sunglasses, they wear like wrap around. Too far. Oh. Yeah, you, yeah, you called I would it. have to remind so you not to be racist <laughs> to our... Played with the toy until it broke. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been to Australia, so I don't actually even know whether they wear wraparound sunglasses, but I, I imagine I they, they do. do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like, what are they, what are they called? The, that brand that's always wraparound? <laughs> what are you What's that about? brand? Oh, are you thinking of listeners? Speedos, the goggles, the <laughs> <No>. swing? <laughs> Weirdly, Speedos did come into my head, but it wasn't... That's not what I was no. thinking of. Um, oh, come let's on, see. listeners, you know which sunglasses I mean. Yeah, listeners, call in to this pre-recorded event. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, that would be bad if we realised we were actually streaming it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually have no idea. It didn't come up with an immediate Google search, I'll so it's too it much work week. for me. Um, yeah. okay. Those are all the yeah. corrections. Should we do social media? Yes. Um, so we should... Right, first thing we should do is a Patreon. So oh, we're now yeah. up to something like 53 patrons, which is incredible work mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. us. Um, but it would be very nice if you could spare, what was it, 57? 57, 57 P a week. What I didn't inca- it calculate into that, though, is that they add VAT on afterwards, which I think is very sneaky, sneaky from Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because, oh no. I was going to say we're not VAT registered, but actually Patreon probably are, so that's probably how it works. But anyway, so it's probably that plus VAT, uh, so an extra few P. So yeah, I, I, we, still probably 60 like 60 P. P. Yeah. Um, so An extra 16 P a week, oh, something like that. So it's like, yeah, 70 P. P. Yeah. yeah. Um, so 70 P a week, and you can support independent journalism. And Less than the cost of a coffee. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you yeah. can buy us a coffee. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, or pay for if we need a if we need a wee in the train station, fifty mm-hmm. p. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we could have one a week. But we'll try and wee at home to save you guys money. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's, that's uh, a Patreon. Can you imagine um, if like because the the toilets here are so cold and the water's freezing, we just all went to the train station every time. <laughs> I know a one that. Well, I say it's not a secret toilet in the train station, but one that you don't have to pay oh. you just go in the pub no but that is a that is another yeah. that's a hack as well to yeah the system. life hack a life hack <laughs> go in the pub fish your pants we one. in the yeah we in the corner of um subway <laughs> which is what my friend did once when she was drunk and we were like sarah did you just wee in subway while we were in our oh, sandwiches you named and she was like oh she, yeah. <laughs> oh she doesn't listen actually she does listen to this <laughs> sorry sarah anyway she claims that she didn't do it so in sarah's defense she it's your word against her she didn't wee yeah. in subway but she did um <laughs> we'll cut this out jada no i don't no. <laughs> leave it in um yeah so that's patreon um and also follow us on instagram at here's a crazy story uh we'll put all the pictures from the episode i think it's nice to look at the pictures while you're listening mm-hmm. um yeah. Uh, yeah. the picture of 
Ben Affleck's back tattoo. You'll want to see that. That's yeah. already, I've already got that scene. I mean, I know, <laughs> yeah. I know you can just Google it, but we yeah. saved you the job. Yeah. I mean, it might be even harder work to look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Google that shit, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, we'll put some other nice pictures on there. Yeah. Yeah. Just of us, our beautiful faces. We should take a picture. Anyway, uh, also, The Overtake is on at The Overtake on everything, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Facebook, um, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> please. That's why you really beggy, didn't it? Please follow us. Oh, Fuzzy, well, okay. Yeah. Ethan, yeah. There you go. We're Ethan, yeah. Ethan needs to like, give, give us fucking, fucking money. money. Yeah. yeah. Like, Ethan, that doesn't, it doesn't work like that. You've never been poor. You don't understand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but to be fair, you, you do ask them, like, all of a twist. Yeah, you're but just they like, like it. They like, please they like money. to feel like a big man when, when we're like... <laughs> Please, it's like please. going after men's fragile egos. <laughs> like, well, yeah, they're a real big man yeah, if you give it, us 57. They like it. That's what men like to do. They like to like make women feel pleased. Mm. Yeah, we can go into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, they like to. Oh, I it's can't. Yeah. Weird. yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, I mean, if anyone's still listening, this is the end. Yeah, goodbye. Podcast over. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.